Blog Talk Radio. True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Because he, for them, 
And that's a great thing. So our elder on came into the room. We're going to bring our elder in and tell you all about the broadcast. And our elder on prayers and books out. We're going to get something going on with Brother Joe Israel. All right, so we meet the elder with a loud voice, you say. Elder, Mr. Tim Israel. Yaqwa B.J.L.C. Radio. And Yaqwa Bush is here as well. See you, bro. Hallelujah. Yaqwa. Hallelujah, Yaqwa. Elder, Mr. James Israel. What can we do know the Fox K. Hale been lit? The curtain hair went up. And we got a job to do. And we're going to do it because we want our James 520 and Matthew 2521. So... So on the international side, we're clear over 900,000 strong on the international side, ready to hear some dust as Jacques. But we love to follow our elders' lead. So we're going to bring our elders in and tell you all about the broadcast and whatever all might have put on him, and then we're going to get something going on. Uh, so, elder, take your time and get in that microphone and do your part. And Brother Joe Israel is all ears, and old serious and Sister B.S.J. Israel, she listening real good, too. Take your time, elders, all yours, and come on. Once again, y'all want to bless you, serious well, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. I say it's a great pleasure to be among a cast of over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Brock Law. And that's a good thing. Because we all know that we're here for one purpose, and that's for proper teaching. We have a lot of people that call themselves trying to teach, but they end up leaving you astray. Sometimes you find out it's harder to destroy a structure or a temple from the outside. But from the inside, you can break it down really easy. That's why we have to build ourselves up. And when something happens, we look at, what is it? We look at Samuel, chapter 13, verse 17. 17 says, he called into a servant that ministered to him and said, put out this woman from me and bolt the door after her. Well, that's being said because a teacher can't learn from his students because he's given everyone wise counsel. But having knowledge, he even gains more experience by teaching. Now, on the other hand, a student can learn from wise counsel and possibly learning one day to teach themselves. And this shows well in all the six camps that teach. Because all of us know we have to be aware by knowing the scriptures. We're given this knowledge to know those out there that camouflage their evil or confused teachers and overly loud bunker gums contest for righteous learning, even trying to use the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us. That no. That's why sometimes you have to bolt that door without the unrighteous. We already know what Yahweh hates, and that's told us in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 to 19. 16 says, these six things do the outline, yea, even seven are abomination unto him. A proud look and a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, 
18. The heart of mind, that thou much wicked imaginations, and feet that be swift and running into mischief. 19. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that sought discord among brothers. This is why we're here. To help guide you through these dark times. And we even mentioned sometime about that one-eyed Satan. Well, that one-eyed Satan can be a Satan to some that take it for the wrong reason. Because we've already heard that the one-eyed Satan is on computers, cell phones, television, smartwatches, and so on. Well, I've said before, what about the eyes of your Look in First Peter chapter 3, verse 12. It says, for the eyes of the Yahweh to the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Yahweh is against them that do evil. Now, it makes you think that all these things are evils around us, like the one I see. What do we do? Don't forget, I mentioned before, we have a choice. And that choice is given us in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 13, verse 19. 19 says, I call on heaven and earth to record this day against you. And I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and I see may live. And as I said, we were given a choice. One side leads to Yahweh, and the other side leads to evil. So you can always take something good and make it bad by using it the wrong way. So remember, the non-righteous job is to lead you astray. Like the alien man I mentioned before that tries to deceive the elder. What lost the confused understanding. That's a nickname I gave him from trying to turn the Bible scriptures into people coming from outer space. See, this is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times of all the comes for righteous learning. Confusion and Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending the Bible-like broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. We come to you live and open to you all week with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible, where we have often been questioned about how do you guys get this much information from this one book? It comes from connecting the books, the words of Yahweh, your health, foods that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more. We do all this because you have not, and it's the information that you came to seek and now have found in the voices of the Israelites, tribes of Yadah. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a prayer day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class. Top part of the Sabbath is Friday. We have an online class that starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and the online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We even have a website address to use this on any search engine on any one of your smart devices. Put in tribeyada.com. And after click enter, once again, Look for tribeyadah.com dash Israelites. This will take you to the big wire. You will see some choices. One will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. In the other device, you may see menu. 
but telekinesis can receive choices. Still choose to find some offense and doing so. Remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Aquah, the tenants of the people. Give unto the Aquah, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Aquah, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember the Aquah loves, and also donations that's given to this ministry is greatly appreciated. According to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30, and mentioned once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus as Yahweh Also for building that school, which is very well needed with the teaching of deception and everything that we've mentioned earlier. We need a school pretty bad with excellent teachers. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods to continue to speak of in this program called the Yaquan. While there, check out our calendar. Our calendars help there to help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is available during our broadcast time. To get there, this time, type in three words, Radio Live. And after clicking it, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Yahweh. And click the Go Live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Now, we even have a few numbers you can call if you The first being a live conference room number, which is 319 Six zero six five. The other is two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. This is an international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six hundred accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, we'll only hear discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling that same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 program via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, you might ask, please do not contact this year via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder, Mr. Sigarmi, and also many memos that most of us have seen. Even now, in addition to that, the Latter day Saints. And that's besides setting up our broadcast before broadcast time. So please use the international one, 224 600 5579. And you'll find that question is legit. You will receive a call back, unless you call it trying to teach. As I said, You'll only hear that discouraging doubt. Now, for those of you who have maybe missed the beginning of our program, you can catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Our program time will be repeated after 10.30. Just enter three words, Yaqua Radio Live. And after click enter, look for voices of the Trizoites, Tribe of Yaqua. At that point, just choose the program control they're logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. 
Also, after and during our normal blood flow broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on telephone, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, computer, or smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the telephone app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American, with the voice of the Trizlites, Tribe of Yelda. You'll find our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. Well, Yahweh's Word will be working also for your Bible education. Online there to discuss the on the table topics we had during our broadcast will be Elder Tibbs, Israel, along with the Seer Israel, right in the shotgun. We'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And our broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on Talk. Now, I'll be with you all. But that continuing note that I always give. And we are giving those scriptures to speak by this year. Be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remember that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. But this time, so we can do that, let's pass our program back to our seer Israel. See? So we don't get something going on on tape 29, you know, and one thing I say is I'm a great note checker, and I know when I'm hearing something, and so we made a couple of notes while you was um, doing your part of the Yaquah, you never know, it might come up. Well, let's see who else will be on stage for the night's episode. We're going to see who else will be on stage for the night's episode. And, and we got Brother Joe Israel. Uh, he really hollering that microphone. And like you say, see, look here, I'm hollering this microphone for myself, but I got to encourage all that's disabled and let them know they got hope. And all they got to do is listen to me as I deliver my knockout blow six nights a week. So we're going to find out about uh, Brother Joe's Israel. Is he ready to deliver his knockout blowing? He's doing everything he's doing for himself and for those that hear him that got any kind of disability, to let them know Yahweh is able. And never forget that. Yahweh is able. So let's, let's go and see if Brother Joe ready to come to the stage and, and get something going on. So now, when you meet Brother Joe's Israel, Coming out of Camp One, Brother Job Israel. Brother Job Israel, Yahweh be with you, see you right. And Yahweh be with you, bless you, see Israel of Seed Royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh there, Brother Job. All right there, Brother Job. Um, we know you um got the hammer down and, and you're doing it primary for yourself and those that have all types of problems, let them know that you can make it and Yahweh is able. That's a great thing there, Brother Joe. So we are, um, hey, Elder, let's see if we get something going on here. Let's look at that Matthew chapter. And, and Joe, you be uh, looking for me a verse there, Brother Joe. Um, I want to look at Acts chapter 20, verse 4. Have that waiting on me, Brother Joe, Israel. Hey, but Mr. Kill, we just take number 29. I made a few notes, and we got plenty of time, so I'm not going to take care of a few things. 
What do Matthew chapter 10, 19, and 20 say there? Mr. Jim's Israel. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19, 20. What is that, Come on. In the book of Matthew, looking at chapter 10, reading uh, verses 19 and verse number 20. 19 says, But when they deliver you up, take no thought of how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in the same hour what ye shall speak. 20. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. What did Luke chapter 12 say? Come on. In the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse number 12 says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. The righteous spirit will teach you in that very same hour what you ought to say, and there's no accident. Because remember, everything is ordained coming out of Revelation chapter 5. So y'all want to already know who's going to do something, who ain't, who's going to fall off, who's going to get back, fall off the wagon, get back on the wagon. You already know all that already. And we watch everybody on the pages of the book. Now, for Joe, now, uh, Apostle Paul, you know, he had a big assignment waiting on him, Brother Joe. And he had to put a crew together to take care of some business. Matter of fact, hey, Brother Joe, in Romans chapter 1, 5 through 8, let's see what kind of assignment that he had, Brother Joe. And Romans chapter 1, 5 through 8, before we read Acts 20, verse 4, what kind of assignment was given to um, Apostle Paul? So we open up and take 29, but I, I thought we're going to definitely get in on revealing the number of the B666, the sign of addition. But sometimes you have to make a little detour around and then get back to where you got to get to. So, uh, Brother Job Israel, what do we say that we can read in Romans chapter 1, verse 5 through 8? Come on. Romans chapter 1, verse 5 through 8, and it reads, By whom we have received grace, and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Verse 6, among whom are ye also the call of Yahweh? Verse 7, to all that be in Rome, beloved of Yahweh, called 
to be saints, children of Israel, grace to you and peace from Yahweh, our Father, and the Yahweh, Yahweh, verse 8. Verse eight. Verse. I thank my Yaqua. <laughs> Yaqua. For you all that your faith spoken of throughout the whole world. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, you might you might want to read verse nine, but. You're making a plain there, Brother Job Israel. You might want to go verse 9 in there while we take your notes. Go verse 9 in there, Brother <laughs> Job. You're on something now, and you, and you sound really good. And uh, Sister BFJ Israel saying, yeah, he sounds pretty good. Let Brother Job holler on that microphone a little bit more. Verse 9, come out. Verse 9, sir. Well, Yahweh is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers. You see that? Well, you see, so Yahweh, he'll get, he'll get, he'll get with you. When you step out there and get it from Yahweh, he said, I'll get with you. Because Yahweh is always teaching. Yahweh is my witness. Yeah, he always the witness. He's always teaching. So Paul had a mission to go find the, the northern Israelites, 10 tribes that were scattered all out to all types of places. So that was Paul's mission. So Paul had to put a crew together there, um, Job Israel. So in Acts chapter 20, verse 4, he had to put a crew together. Let's see. Let's see what 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 kind of crew did he put together to help assist him on going and taking care of Yahweh's business. Let's talk about it. Hey, Brother Joe. Let's talk about twenty verse four of the Book of Acts. Come on. Acts chapter twenty, verse four, and it reads: Acts chapter twenty, verse four. And there accompanied him into Asia. The pattern of Berea and of the Thessalonians. Aristotle, Aristotus and Zechonatus. And Gaius of Derb, and Thessalonia of Asia, Tilicia of Trophim, Trophimians. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you see, Paul had to get the right man in place. Or he can make his move, and that's the same thing we're trying to say right now. We know plainly that our message is to do Yahweh's will. See, Paul had to get the team together first, and the team was prepared to whatever jump off if they have to grab 10 to go over the corner and take care of some business, they'll do so. And that's the same thing that you come on this national broadcast. We got to get in where we fit in at. So we got a big job to do. So we got to get brothers and sisters prepared because it will be a school. It will be land and land right now is all over the place in front of Temple now. It will be a banquet hall, and it will be a radio station. And that will be the base that we're going to sprain the trap all over the world. So the first thing we have to do is get the teachers prepared, because when this jump off, the teachers got to be prepared to do what? Hey, Brother Joe, let's go to um, Psalms 94.16. Make sure you make a note of it. Before you turn to make a note of it first, Psalm 94:16, because like I said again, the same lesson, period, lad. You have to get up, get up on that school and knock on the door and ask them, is, is anybody in these buildings, this building right here, want to hear the word of Yahweh? You got to be prepared to put some notes on them and help them, and then say and tell them you be helping yourself. And Yahweh, he likes when you doing his will. So now, um, in Psalms 94, 16, there, Brother Joseph Israel, what it said we can read, an elder. They have me, um, Second Ezra, chapter 7, verse 56 and 57, elder, Mr. Tell. Had that waiting on me. Uh, be there a little, in a little while. So, Brother Joe, 94.16 of Psalm, what does it say? Come out. Psalms 94, verse 16, and it reads, Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Yeah. You see, you see what Yahweh Yahweh told us? The angel go down and tell um to go down there and tell David, he said, Who gonna rise up against the evil doer? The one that worked iniquity. Saying, he said, Who gonna do it? I'll tell you who'll do it. Bosses of the true Israelites. But the seal got to get the brothers and sisters that prepared to stay in their strength. And their strength is this word. You ain't going to beat no nation in anything. They got all type of same weapons. They got a, a they got a bangle that can shoot around the corner now. And it, hmm. and it got your name on it. So no, 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 you can't, you're, you're going to win that. What, but what you have a grand slam is having Yahweh to intervene through his word. So if you learn his word, 
Yahweh is going to step in because that's the greatest force on the universe from heaven is Yahweh's word. So, Brother uh, Job Israel, give me a precept in 1035 of Numbers. 1035 in Numbers. What that say? Write that down, Numbers 1035. And what does it say there, um, Brother Job Israel? Okay, Numbers. 1035, and it reads, Numbers chapter 1035, and it reads this, 1035, and it came to pass, when the ark set forward, that Moses said, rise up. Yahweh, and let thine enemies be scattered, and let them that hate thee flee before thee. Yeah. So Moses prayed to Yahweh to when he when the enemies raise their head up, he let them enemies be be scattered. So now Moses prayed to Yahweh about the enemies. Now that see now you know but we don't we 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 don't go that far in our prayer pray for the enemy to uh, be scattered see that's one prayer we was never taught in Christianity because we we was always taught in Christianity um love everybody and everybody love you see that's Christianity but look at old Moses praying for. Moses was praying for his enemies to be scattered. He was praying to Yahweh. He's a Yahweh. Scatter that enemy of mine. Give my money to me. That's what he said. Give me one hmm. more on that, brother Joe. Give me 68, 35. Now the angel coming down and reminding um, um, David about what Moses wrote. So in Psalm 68, my fact, read verse 11 just to make it sound good, and 35. We're going to Psalm 68, Brother Job Israel. We're looking at verse number 11 and 35. What they say that, Brother Job Israel? Come on. Psalm 68, verse 11. And, and 30, 35. Psalm 68, verse 11 and 35. And it reads, The Yahweh gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Yeah. So Yahweh gave the word. And I and great is the one and we is the one that published in his word. Verse thirty five, Brother Joe. Verse thirty five, and it reads, O Yahweh, thou art terrible out of the righteous places. The Yahweh of Israel is he that giveth strength and power. 
unto all his people. Blessed be the Yahweh. So he don't want to get the power, and he don't want to scatter the enemy. So there it is. So Yahweh is the one giving you the power, and once you got the power in his word, then guess what? It'd be time to move that enemy out the way. But see, you got to have Yahweh's word. But see, what, what we fail to realize, uh, Elder Mr. Jill, we fail to realize something, Elder. Second Elder, chapter 7. 56, 57. What is that, Elder? Elder Mr. Jill, what did that second Ezra, chapter 7, verse 56 and 57, what did that say, Elder? Okay, What's second Ezra. Second Ezra. Huh? Hallelujah. Yes, wow. sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We hear you real good. Hmm? We hear you real good, Elder. Okay, 56 and 57. 56 says, For a while we lived and committed iniquity. We considered not that we should begin to suffer for it after death. 57. Then answered he me and said, This is the condition of the battle, which man that is born upon the earth shall fight. Yeah. So this is the condition of the battle. See, we were created for these days. See, matter of fact, let's preach up that elder. Give me that Esther chapter 4, verse 12 through 14. We need a preach up on that elder. See, once you recognize and understand that if you in these days right here, you've been created to do Yahweh's will. You got to get in your mind on all the things that the world got to offer you. Because this world going to come to an end. But what is never going to change is his word and your destiny or where you're supposed to be at. So that's why we talked about one thing. Land school back with all the radio stations. Just to have a base. For those who come all over the world and sit down and learn something and take it back to their perspective spot. That's why it's so important to get in where you fit in on the land. You gotta start growing something sooner or later. Sooner or later. You have you have to put your beans down. So and we tell you up front, you need a big piece of land, so put your beans down. Because Bill Gates is trying to buy all the land he can get. Why? Because so when you do put some on it, he can spray his toxins on it at the same time. Because he loves to experiment. On who? You. So, Elder, what you reading, Elder? Second Esther, chapter 4, verses 12-14. Thank you. Well said. Then said I unto him, It were better that we were not at all than we should live still in wickedness and to suffer and not to know wherefore. 13. 
He answered and said, I went into a forest. Well, wait a minute. Oh, 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 wait a minute. No. Hold on, Al. Uh, Esther, uh, E-S-T-H-E-R. Esther. E-S-T-H-E-R out of the regular book. Esther, chapter 4, 12 through 14. E-S-T-H-E-R out of the regular book. That's what we need, Al. I got it. Esther, chapter 4, reading 12 to 14. Yes, sir. 12 says, and they told to Mordecai Esther's words. 13, then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, think not with thyself thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. 14, for if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou father's house shall be destroyed, and who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom of such a time as this? See, a lot of us think we can just can um give me that verse Adam. Uh, Ecclesiastes 12, 1, 2, and 3. See, a lot of a lot of us think in the regular book, Ecclesiastes 12, 1, 2, and 3, that we just can hide behind our cedar and think when this thing jump off, we, we're going to be all right, because no, no, it don't work like that. Yeah, he, he told Esther, because you're in the big house, you know, you um, work your way up to be one of the big dignitaries in the enemy's camp, designed by Yahweh. But you was there for one reason, to let him know that some, that Haman, the sentence of Esau, he ain't, he ain't right. So, but if you hold your peace, and you don't do what you're supposed to do, when it go down, don't worry, you go, you go on down too, Although you on the fifth floor. So one thing about it, your loyalty is just as Yahweh first. And everything has come after that. You make sure you you on the right track with him just as Yahweh. That's the game changer right there. So um so now what what you reading there, Elder? You said Ecclesiastes twelve? Yeah, one, two, one, two, and three, I believe. Uh-huh. Ecclesiastes 12, verse number 1 says, Remember how thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw not, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them, too, while the sun or the light or the moon or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain. 3. In the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease because they are few, and those that look out of the windows be darkened. Yeah. So he said, look here. He said, it's going to come a day that the grinders, all that, it ain't going to be no more where you go punch nine to five at. It's all that going to come to an end. He said, then what you going to do? He said, then you're going to be peeping out the window 
and, and peeping out the window, you didn't get in where you fit in at, then y'all walk and tell you it's too late. The day when you hear the boss or the fisherman on the camp, get in where you fit in at. Because you never know when Yahweh ready to remove you according to St. John 7, verse 6. That's why I'm becoming this ball cat. We give it all we got because it can be your last day. But our job is to get brothers and sisters prepared to be prepared when it jump off, when it lands, school, banquet hall, radio station. You got to have willing bodies prepared to step in there. You can't have those fields running around all over the places. No. So I'd like to say again, we got we to gotta get prepared by being first in YHWH. Oh, okay, we got the Neon Lion. Say he's coming on stage. We're going to find out if he's coming peacefully. The Neon Lion, we're going to find out, Brother Makai Israel. We're going to find out if he's coming peacefully in a minute. And then we'll get on back. And he gonna probably, and if he come in peacefully, he gonna tell you all about uh, who carry the broadcasters. And um, but Job Israel, tell me at Revelation chapter twelve, verse nine. We gonna read you to get our point. Uh, but Job Israel, I mean, but Job Israel. So you all uh, get that all, get that going on, and, and look, look at WCC just said. Why do Brother Job Israel? It's spelled with an I, and everybody else's name is spelled with a Y. Uh, well, I don't know. That's a question we'll ask O'Hill. Hey, Hill, WCC want to know why Brother Joe's last name is spelled with an I instead of a Y. Well, we'll find out a little later. See, WCC, the world counts in churches 500 million members. Wants to go on a question, but we're going to bypass that. Uh, it'll take care of that in Grand South. So, now we're going we're gonna to see what the young lion, he's coming on stage, if he's coming peacefully, we're going to find out right now. Young lion, one of the up and coming teachers out of Cat One, Brother Micaiah Israel. Yaquah, bitch, you there, see you right Yaquah, bless you there, there is real. Oh, see Roy. Hallelujah, Yaquah. Hallelujah, what? Hey, y'all lie, you coming peacefully? Hallelujah, what? 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 Now, y'all lying. So, so we, what we see y'all say to do your part of some death things, Yahweh. But can you tell the national audience over 900,000 strong who all carry this broadcast and also remind them what you and other young lions will be doing tomorrow? I mean, Tuesday on Pal Talk. So, take your time there, young lion, and, and make your introduction uh, just as smooth and up front as possible. Come on. All right, says C-Roy. Well, we know we live on uh, Blog Talk Radio Station. And for all those who tuning in, we know we be uh, tuned in every uh, Sunday starting at 6 o'clock. Monday starting at 6 o'clock p.m. Tuesday, there will be no Blog Talk Radio Station. 
That's what the Sid was just talking about. We'll be kicking it off uh, every Tuesday on Pal Talk at 8 o'clock p.m. You can download the Pal Talk for if you want to listen in on Tuesday. You can download it on your smart TV at home. You can download it on your one eye Satan telephone or your one eye Satan laptop and desktop. Once you download it on your phone, we ask you all to go to African, well, go to Exodus Group. Once you go to the Exodus Group, we ask you to scroll down to African Americans and then look for VOTTY and tune in at 8 o'clock for Pal Talk. That's what we'll be doing on Tuesdays at the Young Lions to be doing some rowing. So make sure that you tune in at 8 o'clock on Pal Talk once again on Tuesdays. Uh, also on Wednesdays, we kick it back up at 6 o'clock again, p.m., for the Blog Talk radio station. And also on Thursdays at 6 o'clock p.m. for the Blog Talk radio station. It's also going to be kicking it off on Friday, 7.30, for the Blog Talk radio station at the top part of the Sabbath day. And we'll be tuning back in on Saturday at 2 o'clock p.m. But Pal Talk will be open and rolling at 12 o'clock p.m. So as long as you have that downloaded, you can tune in once again on Pal Talk and catch us starting the Sabbath day at the bottom part of the Sabbath day on Saturday at 12 o'clock p.m. But once again, Blog Talk will be open at 2 o'clock p.m. on bottom part of the Sabbath day on the Saturday. We'll be... uh. Also, you can catch us on Pal Talk um, anytime the broadcast is rolling on those days that you know about uh, besides, uh, well, seven days a week. Um, you can tune in to us on uh, Pal Talk. But let me add something to that. Just in case for all those who's not uh, want to pass the number on, make sure they pass the number on to their friends at 319-527-6065. And make sure they can tune in to the Blog Talk radio station once again at 319-527-6065. So make sure you pass the information about the Blog Talk. Make sure you pass the information about the Pal Talk. And also we want to make sure that you pass the information about the Facebook page that we have set up for uh, all the ones who's viewing in for Voices of the True Israel Life, all the ones who's uh, tuning in from the 12 tribes of Israel, you maybe not know that you're part of the 12 tribes of Israel. That's why we come in uh, six nights a week on blog talk, seven days out of the week for uh, pal talk. So you can know that you are the 12 tribes of Israel. You can get in where you fit in. Um, also, uh, we want to make sure that you understand that the number, or matter of fact, before we get to the number, let's make sure that you know that we also be broadcasting on the YouTube page. Our YouTube page, like our Facebook page, first our Facebook page, once again, is B-O-T-T-Y. Tune in to that. Any of the previous broadcasts that has been uploaded before or anytime we went live on the Facebook page, you can always tune in and catch any one of the probably, uh, previous class that we had before or any one of the blog talk radio stations will be tuned in on Facebook as well. You can tune in to us on uh, the broadcast for YouTube. We have the YouTube page set up at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, we have the YouTube page set up for B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. 
We want to ask you all to write down. Every time you tune into any one of the broadcasts, we ask you all sincerely to write down your notes. Because some people maybe not be fast enough to catch up and move the scriptures as those who are more advanced. You might have newcomers on the radio station or tuning in to blog talk or tuning in to the uh, Pal Talk or the Facebook or even uh, um, the YouTube. And we ask you all to write down the scriptures. Write down the notes. Take good notes because this is very important for the 12 tribes of Israel. Write down your notes and put questions on the side of your notes if you don't understand. But go back and study your notes and then call in and ask those questions at 224-600-5579. Once again, we ask you all to call in, ask questions about your notes, what you heard in the previous broadcast, and maybe give a comment at 224-600-5579. The voices of the two Israelites don't get back right uh, with you at that very moment. Any one of the members at the 600 uh, camp will call you back, and we'll listen and uh, answer your question according to what we can read as it is written. So we want to make sure that you uh, write down your question. Ask your question. Call in at 224-600-5579. And if we don't have an answer for you at that very moment when you ask the question, we ask you to give us a Daniel chapter 2, verse 16. Let us give time to come back to you as Daniel told the king. We'll come back to you and uh, we'll come back and we'll give you the answer to your uh, question according that we can read from the pages of the book. We ask you all to be patient with us at Daniel chapter 2, verse 16. Give us a little time. And let us give you an answer according to the page of the book. So we ask you all to enjoy the show. Get your pen and pad, be big ears, and little mouth. Hallelujah. Over to you, sis. Rest your voice. Excellent. And that was all about. And see, that was all about. That's why we said we got a big job ahead of us. And, 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 and that's why the first thing got to be done. The teachers with the right spirit got to get in place. They got to get in place. But the spirit of Brother Makai Israel, see, we we got to watch you, and your spirit got to be of Daniel 6, verse 3. Can you a hey, Brother Makai Israel, can you have to see out in Daniel 6, verse 3 on what we will be looking for through the page of the book? Because you want Yahweh to intervene then your spirit has to be a Daniel 6, verse 3, and then precept that to Galatians 5, 22 there. Brother Makai Israel, come on. All right. We're going over to the book of Daniel. The spirit. We'll read chapter 6. I want to read verse number 3. And we have our precept backed up with Daniel, I mean Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. So we're going to book of Daniel, chapter 6, verse number 3. And verse number 3 reads, Then this Daniel, the fear, was preferred above the president and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Uh, All right, we're going to the book of Galatians, later. chapter 5. Yes, sir. Verse number 22, we're going to the book of Galatians, 
chapter 5. We're going to pick it up at verse 22 and it reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. So that's what we're looking for because our people is in a mess. And your spirit got to be right. But if you got a young Wally spirit, what the young lion just got to read, that's exactly the way when we know if you got that spirit, that's a young Wally spirit. Mm-hmm. But when you got a bad bite, murmur, and complaint spirit, we know that's Satan's devil. Probably you want to hear the book. Hello, Mr. You were a crazy guy. I guess it's not. Go, go. That's enough of that. So that's enough of that. So, um, and and Brother Job Israel, remember, you got over 9,000 on the network. So those that go in that great big old complex, they hear the word, like young lines just said, they got to have big ears and hold them out. You know what I'm You said the whole world on here. So if they ain't coming peacefully, then you tell them you're catching out to 9 o'clock. But you got to focus in on some dust as y'all now. Mm-hmm. Every man they got knocked away. Let's take care of some Yahweh business there, Brother Job Israel. So now, um, so we here to edify the national audience. So we know they're in bad shape, and we got to deliver the knockout blow with them. So what do Revelation chapter 12, Brother Job, say? And pick it around verse 9, which we read until we get our point. Revelation chapter 12, pick it verse 9, Brother Job Israel. Let's read a little bit. Come on. Verse 9, and it reads, Revelation 12, verse 9, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his ministering spirits were cast out with him. Go ahead. Verse 10. Yeah. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation mm-hmm. and strength mm-hmm. and the kingdom of Yahweh and the power of his Yahweh for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accuses them before our Yahweh day and night. Hold that part of the job, Joe. So that's why you got to make sure you clear when you're in a company of people. And all they can do is accuse or a bad vital murmur and complain. Understand that's the devil on them. Every time you talk to, to a certain individual, your company, and all they do is they're accusing somebody on something or they backbiting, murmuring, or complaining. That's the devil in them. 
So you have to recognize that they need the devil cast out of them because that's the spirit they try to put on put on you. So you got to be aware of these spirits, how they come. But if they come like Brother Micaiah read with an extra spirit, want to learn some Bible and quote some Bible, then you know you can work with them. But every time you hear a certain individual, and all you hear is accusers, backbiting, murmuring, complainers, that's the devil in them. What is it saying, verse 11 and 12 there? What is it saying, verse 11 and 12? Listen, this 11 and 12. Come on, here, Brother Job, Israel, 11 and 12. Verse 11 and 12. And it reads this. Verse 11 and verse 12, and it reads, And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up here. Well, hold on. Hold, they, on there, hold on there. Hold on there, uh, Brother Job Israel. Look at verse 11 real carefully. Look at that Revelation 12 verse 11 real carefully there, Brother Job. And they heard a great voice from heaven. Well, hold on, hold on, hold, hold, hold on there, hold on there, uh, Brother Joe. Brother McCoy, pick up the first 11 and 12 there. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse number 11 and verse number 12, verse 11 reads, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Verse 12, Therefore rejoice, you have and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the devil. I mean, woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having mm-hmm. great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. Uh-huh. So now, read verse number again there, uh, Brother McKay, because he, 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 he really laying it out on the spirit that we got to have, see, we got to have a verse 11 spirit. What is it saying, verse 11 there? Young Ryan Micaiah, come on. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse number 11, verse 11 reads, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. You see that? See, you, you, you overcome wickedness and Satan and all his minions by you knowing the covenant, by you knowing the law. Because if you know the law, as soon as a person opens their mouth, you know what spirit is on them. And you can't worry about loving your life. They say love not their life. Because they know one thing, when they die of this one, if they've done the right thing and does say it's Yahweh, Yahweh will raise you back right. But what, what we do, we want to, we think we can hold on to this thing. This thing ain't coming to an end. And that's why we here on six nights a week, it's sure you this violence saying, we got to pull close to this mighty one because he owns something. Now, uh, now, Brother Joe, Israel, let's go precept that 12, 9 you just got through reading. Remember the elders and the young lions, they all live. They listen to you real carefully. Psalm 132, verse 11, 9 to 14, now. 
Brother Job Israel. What do Psalm 132, 11 down to 14 say? Brother Job Israel, what does it say? Come on. Psalms. 132, verse 11. And it reads, Psalms 132, verse 11. And this is the word, Yahweh. All right. Hallelujah. Psalm 132, Leonardo, verse 14, but yo. Psalms 132, verse 11 to 14. Okay. I'm, Psalms 132, verse 11, down to 13. The Yaqua has sworn, 14. The Yaqua has sworn in truth unto David. He will not turn from it mm-hmm. or the fruit of the, that body will I set upon thy throne. Mm-hmm. If thy children will keep my covenant mm. and my testimony that I shall teach them, their children shall also sit upon thy throne forevermore. Verse 13. For the Aqua hath chosen Zion. He hath desired it for his habitation. Verse 14. This is the rest forever. Here will I dwell, for I have desired it. Now, read that verse 14 again. Take the time on that verse 14. What did what he say in verse 14? Take the time on that and, and, and deliver a knockout blow in verse 14. Come on. This Hallelujah. is my rest forever. Mm. Mm. Here will I dwell. For I have desired it. So you see that? So I have a mouth of data from the mental spirit. See, we know that Yahweh's rest it's going to be in the center capital of the world, in the land of Israel. But Christianity got everybody leaving here. See, that's Christianity. Now, you're talking about a morphine drip, telling you exactly what he, what, where the son going to be at, the angel. He's going to be ready to die on earth, and but you but you got lessons about a rapture away from him. So if you get so if you gonna be raptured away from here and he gonna be on earth, then you gonna miss it. He coming down and you going up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you gonna miss it. See, that's Christianity. That's a bit, that is a morphine drip. Well, we don't know about the rapture. What the rapture? The song said he gonna be right here. This is his rest and his habitation forever. Now Hallelujah. you know what forever means. And matter of fact, he even tell you where he gonna crack his big black feet at. Hell, he talked about putting his big black feet somewhere, and let's see can be precept there, Elder. 
he talked about putting his big black feet somewhere else that we can read. Now we're going to Ezekiel, Elder, Mr. Till. Mm. We want to see where his big black feet going to be at. See, everybody's talking about, well, what about the three and a half years of the rapture going here and we going <laughs> up, up in the way? Now we just <laughs> read what he said. This is my rest forever. Yeah. Here will I dwell, for I have desired it. Now that's by the mouth of David. Get it from the mental spirit. But now you got people teaching about, well, we're going to be raptured away from here. Yeah, you'll be raptured away from here. See, that <laughs> Christianity is a morphine drip. It'll put you <laughs> asleep. And it's time to wake up out of that thing. You're going to hospital and you say, well, who's in wrong over here? Oh, these ones, they were kind of all jumping around. We got them chained. Now, I said, how you, how did you train him? We put that morphine drip on in his leg. We put that more, and he look at it. He just like that pillow now over there. And that's the same way it is in Christianity. Christianity is a morphine drip. It'll put you to sleep. In the word. Now, where we at, Elder? Let's, let's find, what are we working with, Elder? We working with some, Elder. About, um, you call out the book of Ezekiel, no chapter yeah. or verse. Okay, well we gonna we gonna we gonna get it in forty three there. Now we gonna find out where his big black feet gonna be at, and we gonna find out right now in forty three by the mouth of the seal. Now we gonna get us a precept from that Psalms one. What that was. What was that verse here? 132, 14? Now we get a precept. Thank you, young lion. So we get a precept and 43, verse 7. What is saying, hey, what is saying 43, verse 7 that we can read? And Brother Micaiah, I have me 2 Corinthians 4. And we're going to pick up at verse 12 down to verse 18. Uh, young lion. But what do we say other that we can read in Ezekiel 43, verse number 7? What is that other? In the book of uh, Ezekiel, three readings, verse 7, it says, And he said unto me, Son of man, the place of my throne and the place mm. of my soul, of my feet, where mm. I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever. And my righteous name shall be the house of Israel no more defiled. Neither they nor their kings by their whoredom, nor by the carcasses of their kings in their high places. Mm-hmm. So, Elder, according to verse 7, Elder, they got a three-year rapture. They're going to be raptured away. Well, you better make sure you don't miss the rapture. But now we find out he told old Steer, you know, Amos 3, verse 7, we're not going to read. If I got something to say, I'm going to say it to my fear. Now he tells me Ezekiel exactly where his big black feet going to be at. So, so what verse can we put out exactly where his big black feet going to be at when everybody's talking about being raptured away? Where can we look right down? And find out where his big black feet's gonna be at 
according to 43 verse 7. It says, the place of my soul of my feet, where I will trail, live in the midst of the children of Israel forever. You see the Bible saying, but but Christianity got you leaving here. And they leaving here. See, that's why we come humble and we try to show you what the Bible says. And see, the only way you understand is you must understand when you come into this room, you got to be a fourteen uh hear me out there, Brother Micaiah. You gotta be a fourteen thirty seven of second Ezra. So when you come into this room, understand one thing. You got to put all that what you have learned in Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and you got to look at what the seer is saying in 1434. He's going to make up a final statement. Listen to what he says and take notes of it and show it to your preacher what do Second Ezra chapter 1434 say. What is that, that young line, Brother McCaggy? The book of 2nd Ezra, chapter 14, verse number 34. Verse 34 reads, Therefore, if so be that you will subdue your own understanding and reform your mind, you shall be kept alive. And after death, you shall obtain mercy. Mm. You see that? You see the man saying, so the first thing you got to do, all that mm. you ever learned, you got to take it and just figure out a way to take that that head off of your neck and take it and <laughs> sit to the left. <laughs> sit there for a minute. And get your pen and pay it out and just write down what we say out of fiction on the count. You know, but as long as you got that head on that neck, and you'll be fighting these stresses. You won't, you gonna miss the whole. You gonna miss everything because you'll be fighting. Because hold that point, um, young line. Give me fifty-six one through eight. And Brother Joe have me fifty-eight, twelve through fourteen of Isaiah waiting on me. See, listen, long as you find it, you will never learn as long as you got that mindset, well, this is what my mama did. This is what my father did. And this is what I'm going to do. Well, you ain't going to be no good for yourself and nobody come in contact with you. Look what young lines you ready to read in the book of Isaiah 56, 1 through 8. And Brother Joe going to have me 58, 12 through 14 waiting on it. Come on, young All right. The book of Isaiah, chapter verse 1, down to verse number 8. The book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse 1, read. Thus says the YHWH, Yahweh, keep your judgment and do justice. For my salvation is near to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Verse 2. Blessed is the man that do this and the son of man that layeth hold on it, that keeps the Sabbath from polluting it, and keep his hand from doing any evil. Verse 3. 
neither let the son of the stranger that have joined himself to the YHWH Yahweh speak, saying, The YHWH Yahweh have utterly separated me from his people. Neither let the unit say, Behold, I am a dry tree. Verse 4. For thus says the YHWH Yahweh unto the unit that keep my Sabbath and choose the things that please me and take hold of my covenant. Verse 5. Even unto them will I give in my house and within my walls a place and a name better than of sons and of, I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Verse 6. Also, the sons of the stranger that joined themselves to the YHWH Yahweh, to serve him and to love the name of the YHWH Yahweh, to be his servant. Everyone that keeps the Sabbath from polluting it and take hold of my covenant. First seven. Even them will I bring to my righteous mountain and make them joyful in my temple of prayer. Their burnt offering and their sacrifice shall be accepted upon my altar. For my temple should be called an temple of prayer for all people. Verse 8. The Yahweh, Yahweh which gathered the outcast of Israel said, Yet will I gather others to him besides those that are gathered unto him. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all mind before um, Brother Joe get on that 58, what, what was important for the national order to really take hold to that 56, 1 through 8. Can you expound on that by being one of them up-and-coming teachers out of Camp 1? Because now, now that was some powerful reading that you did, no doubt about it. But mm-hmm. for the national audience, over 900,000 strong, can you uh, paraphrase exactly what you just got to read? You know, what is three key points in that 1 through 8? out of Isaiah 56 that you need to enlighten the national audience on. What you got there, young lion? Come on. Okay. The three key points, of course, is reading of Isaiah chapter 56, verse 1 down to verse 8, is that Yahweh let it be known that we must, for, for he let it be known about our, for us to get our salvation, for us, if we want to be blessed, to keep it Sabbath day, keep him polluting, and to love his name. Uh, and take hold. Well, I got to throw one more in there still. It's to take hold of his cup. Well, you see, see, we just don't read a bunch of scriptures. We'd be able to break it down what we're talking about. Because one thing about it, but remember, if you don't reform your mind, according to Second Ezra 1434, you know, we are found out that the Almighty will be here. So those that bought books about a rapture away, a three-and-a-half-year tribulation, all that, what's all that about? He done told you what he's going to be at, and you're going to be with him too if you do things that pleases him. And we just got to read what pleases him. Now, Brother Job Israel is going to precept that to that 58th chapter, verse 12 through 14, Hey, Brother Joe, 
Come on. That's why I'll be with you. Isaiah 58, verse 12 to 14. Verse 12. And they shall be of thee. Shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundation of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the path to dwell in. Verse 13, if thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing my thy pleasure on my righteous day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the righteous of the Yahweh, honorable, and shall honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. Verse 14, Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Yahweh, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage, the heritage of Israel thy father, for the mouth of the Yahweh has spoken it. Now, now, Brother Job Israel, now we know you have taken notes on that, but if you want to expound on that, what you just got to read, or you can pass it on to the elder or Brother Micaiah, because now you are read some profound statements, according to verse 14 down, uh, 12 down to verse 14. Now, it's do you want to expound on what you just got through reading for the national audience, the stipulations, what Yahweh got, or you want to pass it on to the elder or the young line to um, expound on what you just got through reading in 58, 12 through 14? What you want to do that, Brother uh, Bert Joe? Come on. Hallelujah. I think I can expound on this. It's speaking well, 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 hold on, well, hold on that. Remember one thing now, the elder and the young lion, they all is, you know, they, they, the ears didn't get keen or so. All right, so it sounds good, it sounds good to see you now, because we already know that Yahweh got you that great big old disability building, got you riding around and spying all the ones that let them know they got hope through the word. So, this is the message. They, they listen to you now. So now you got to inspire them to let them know whatever state that you're in, Yahweh put you in there, but through your spirit, they're going to be all right. So now take your time now, uh, uh, Brother Job Israel. Remember, the world is listening. Over 900,000 songs on the international side are listening. So we all listen to you expound on Isaiah 58, 12 through 14. Come on. Isaiah 58, verse 12 through 14, it speaks about 
the old waste places, and that is the mind. That is your mind, the mind of the children of Israel, the foundations, the foundations. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If you see the repair of the breach, the restore of the path to dwell in, it speaks about that. But if you turn away that foot, that foot from the Sabbath, from doing that pleasure on the righteous day, the Sabbath, and call on Sabbath a delight of the righteous day of the Yahweh, honorable and shall honor him, not doing thine own way. So if you if you look at this, this is the heritage of Israel, thy father, for the mouth of the Yahweh has spoken it. Excellent. Excellent that Brother Joe. We we can we can work with that, Brother Joe. Like I say, see we we will know well. But we know it's going to happen because it's written. Now, um, Brother Micaiah, I need a precept on that, Brother Micaiah. Can you go see out in Matthew chapter 9, verse 16 or 17? See, one thing about it. When you do Luke 12, 12, he'll give you a precept. He said, yeah, that's, that's he, I mean, Brother Job Israel, he delivered in grand style, no doubt about it. But let's precept that, um, because... Certain things you don't do, see, we kind of repel the old waste places. See, and that's mm-hmm. that Christianity more being dripped. Now, you mm-hmm. all read that Yahweh said, well, please him, it's a Sabbath day, and take hold to his name. Christianity don't keep the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday, they keep Sunday. The Roman Catholic Church is the head of, of Christians, and they don't, they don't keep... Uh, Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday. They call him the Lord God Jesus Christ, our Lord. See? So understand one thing. Christianity is con- contrary to the Bible. The black day is written in Genesis 2, verse 3. Blessed be number 7. And all you got to do is ask that old piece of telephone or what day is that they tell you. Saturday. Sundown Friday, Sundown Friday. That's the only blessed day in the Bible. All the rest of the days is the work day. But, hey, Ella, look up the word called God complex. Do you know what a God complex is? Uh, young man, you can grab me what the definition of a God complex. See, what the world has is a God complex. What is the definition of of a God complex. Let's see what the elder, the young lion can come up with about a God complex. What you got, the elder, uh, young lion from Micaiah? What you got, the definition of a God complex? What that mean, come on? Well, they got a... You taking it, Micaiah, or you want me to take it? Hey, you on the clock, elder, kid. I'm pointing it up now. Okay. Well, you can look that up in uh, 
Wikipedia, it says it's uh-huh. complex. Yeah. It is a unshakable belief uh-huh. characterized uh-huh. by considerably inflated feelings of personal ability, privilege, or inflammability. Let me just expound a little bit at for a minute. Our unshakable belief is I'm going to worship on Sunday. I don't care what the Bible says. I'm going to do Sunday because the Roman Catholic Church, the head of the Christian Church, do Sunday, and we're going to do Sunday. My mama did Sunday, my daddy did Sunday, and my Aunt Willie May done Sunday. And I'm going to do Sunday. Unshakable belief. We eat hog, and all we got a preacher do is pray on all. And we eat hog and black eyed peas every first of January the first. See, that's what's called a God complex. Unshakable belief. He tell you in the eleventh chapter of Leviticus, don't eat no hog and don't even touch it. But since your mama touched it, your daddy touched it, and the Pope put his put his pink hands pink red hands on top of the hog and bless it, then we can eat it up. And then you and that's why Doc Cook got a house so big, he gotta have bull horns to hear when it's time to have dinner. <laughs> he got, yeah. They got a bull horn in. The second part of that is, the second part of that is worse. Second part is worse. This person is also highly this person is also highly dogmatic in their views, meaning a person speaks of their personal opinions as though they were unquestionably correct. Someone with a God complex, uh, they, they might exhibit they, no regard for the uh, uh, conventions and the uh, demands of society and may request special Consideration or privilege. We didn't seen that before. Uh, that's it. Dog matter. Now, imagine, imagine, imagine you leave a dog in the car too long, and he'll show you what dog matter means. <laughs> he'll show you exactly. You stay in that store too long, and, and you leave your dog in, in, on the front seat. He'll show you exactly what dog matter is. I don't care how much training he got. He'll show you exactly what a dogmatic spirit is. And that's what it is in Christianity, especially, and secondary, which came out of Christianity, is Islam and Judaism. All that come out of Christianity. But we got a dogmatic spirit. We can look right at the Bible. He don't told you his feet going to be here. This is what he's going to be forever. We know what we do. We can ignore that. No. We still going to go with the Pope Cutting, cutting a hog and doing Sunday and Lord God and Jesus. <laughs> you know what we're going to do? We gonna, that's, that's dogmatic. That's a God complex. We got it, and that's how it's going to be. Now, where we, at? Where, we at? where we at now? We got that out the way, dog. We got that God complex out the way. So if you got a God complex, if you hear what the Bible saying, the WCC, the Roman Catholic Church, 
of the Latter-day Saints. Can't construe now words that we say in the Bible. But you're not going to pay the seal no middle mind. You ready? Okay, we'll get back to the lesson. So what's the reading that you're online? Matthew right. chapter yeah, 9. Yeah, I, I had a precept. Yeah, yeah, the precept of Matthew chapter 9. Verse 16 and 17. He don't ask you to reason. Listen to what he says in Matthew 9, 16 and 17. Listen to it as the young line deliver. Come on. Uh, the book of Matthew chapter 9, verse 16 down to verse 17. Verse 16 reads, No man putteth a piece of new cloth unto an old garment. For that which is in to fill it, fill it to fill it up, take from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Verse seventeen. Neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else the bottles break, and the wine running out, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. See, you see how y'all talk. He'll meet you where you're at. He'll meet you with you going down a brand new garment. He'll meet you that way. He said, um, if you mess around and got a little sore, a little patch, a little scar in your new garment, you're not going to take a old garment that don't even look like that garment, period, and take a patch out of the old garment and put it on new. He said, you even do that, right? No. You're not going to go get, go to your local liquor store. After you had a beer, you'll drunk <laughs> half the can out of the beer already. It's been sitting there up a week. And you go get a new a new can that has never been opened <laughs> and open that can and pour it into old. You ain't going to do that, is you? You see, he's trying to make you reason. You got to come out of Christianity. You ain't going to learn this until you come out of that mindset. What are you trying to tell you? Give me, give me a precept, uh, brother Job Israel. Give me 18 verse 4 of Revelation. 18 verse 4. He, he, he wants you to reason. you got to put down what mama said. Mama taught you wrong. Your pastor <laughs> is teaching you wrong. Sunday is the wrong day. But you're still going to do it. That's called dogmatic. That's called a God complex. Yahweh tell you the blessing is in the fringes. No, the blessing is in the three-piece suit and the uh, <laughs> uh, days of doom. You see what you do? Amen. That's dogmatic. It's like taking your dog and leaving it in the car. And you go inside the store and take you long start talking to your buddy. Then you want to know why I'm over and messed up the seat. You go, what, what am I? Hey, 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 what am I? <laughs> You forgot what I have. You didn't leave a woman down. I can cock my leg up. So what do you, what, what am I? And I'm a dog. <laughs> Regardless, you put tags on me or not. I'm still a dog. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So what we got in Revelation 18, verse 4? What you reading there? Oh. Yes, sir. What you reading? And I heard another voice from heaven what? saying, what? come out. Of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that 
ye receive not of her plagues. Because what? Read a little bit more. Because what? 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 Give me another verse. Give me another verse. What happened? What happened? Give me verse. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and Yahweh hey, has remembered her iniquities. Uh, sin, the sins of this world have reached all the way up to heaven. The man is he ready to do his move. He ready to make his move. But we just don't believe the Bible. But let this uh, verse that the brother Joe read early in 20 verse 4, let it come to pass. Let these brothers get into the game order and be able to take care of this load that's coming. Remember, the broadcast, the rebroadcast over about nine subjects right here. But 20 verse 4, uh, we're not reading it again. All right. Paul had to put a team together, but them team, they was ready. And matter of fact, you want to know what kind of ready they were? Hey, uh, Brother Micaiah. What kind of ready was they was in First Ezra 8, verse 3? What kind of ready? He put a team together. But the team was just, they was what in First Ezra 8, verse 3 out of the Red Book? Let's see what kind of ready was they. Brother Micaiah, come on. All right, we're going over to the book of First Ezra. We want to read yeah. chapter eight. We want to pick it up at verse number three. The book of First Ezra, chapter eight, verse number three, and it reads: This Ezra the seer went up from Babylon as a scribe, being very ready. Very ready. What ready? What kind of ready was it? And see, that's what we trying to do on this network. We trying to get you to be very ready. You got yeah. souls to try to help. How you going to help them unless you be very ready? You got to be very ready in the scriptures. You got to be very ready in the scriptures. Um, hey, um, help those say, let's hold what you got for a minute, young line. I want to come to and get some precepts on that. In Second Corinthians four verse six, we're gonna read till we get our point there, Elder. Look at tales. Second Corinthians chapter four, here verse six, and Brother Micaiah, help me, Saint John three seventeen through nineteen, and Brother Job Israel, help me, Saint John twenty thirty one. So we we're gonna analyze a couple of things. In Second Corinthians, Elder. Chapter 4, verse 6. Let's read a little bit and see where, where we're going with this. Come on. 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, and pick it around my verse 6. Where's I hear it? Sure. My phone was uh, scratching out. Should be uh, back working again. Okay. Now, Second are Corinthians. Are we mm-hmm. Chapter 4. Verse number six. Six says. Yeah, we, 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 we're gonna um, yeah we we're gonna take it down to verse number eleven. Then Brother Macai, you pick up the twelve down to verse eighteen. So take it straight down to verse eleven there, Elder. A lot of points in there. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to hold my peace. Four, six down to verse eleven. Come on. How do you like one? Six to eleven. Verse 6 says, For Yahweh who commanded 
the light to shine out of the darkness, had shined in our minds to give the light of knowledge of the glory of Yahweh and the face of Yahweh the Son. Seven. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of Yahweh and not of us. Eight. We are not troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are focused Read that again. Not Read, take a job, Neil. Read that again. Verse number seven. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of Yahweh and not of us. Eight. Eight, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Nine, Mm -hmm. persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Ten, always bearing about in the body of the dying of the Yahweh's son, that the wife also of Yahweh the Son might be made manifest in our body. Eleven, mm-hmm. for we which live are always delivered unto death for Yahweh the Son's sake, that the life also of Yahweh the Son might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's big talk. I'd like to get in on that, but uh, I'm not. We just will get at the other time. Verse 12 through 18 at Young Lion. Come on. All right. Going to the book of Second Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 12, down to verse number 18. Verse number 12 reads, So then death works in us by life in you. Verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Verse 14. Knowing that he which raised up Yahweh the Son shall rise up us also by Yahweh the Son and shall present us with you. Verse 15. For all things are for Excuse me, verse 15. For all things are for your sake, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of Yahweh. Verse 16. For which cause we faint not, but through our outward man perish. Excuse me, but though our outward man perish, Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Verse 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are internal. You see, the man says, that's like you got to kill this thing 
that, that got your eyes all over the place, but not in this book. See, all that worldly stuff, that man got to die daily, but that spirit man of understanding Yahweh's words must begin himself. But you got to turn that loose, especially that Christianity. I don't care if uh, Auntie uh, Jesse May, but Auntie Jesse May, she keeps Sunday. Okay, good. But Sunday is wrong. Then you tell your kids it's wrong to hang out in the corner with a bunch of group of bad kids because all of a sudden the police come, they're going to take you too, right? So you tell them that's wrong. Sunday is wrong. It's wrong. That ain't the day of the Bible. That's because dogmatic to keep it. Huh? Like the Puritan commercial back in the day. You rather fight than switch, huh? You ever get a black eye and be bucked in the bottom of the lake of fire to understand Sunday's wrong. That's not the day of the Bible. Oh, your line, read verse um, 12, 16 through 18 one more time. Read verse 12. And then sit down to 16 through 18 one more time. What do you say? Young line. What is, what is that? What is that? Second Corinthians chapter the third. Where we at? two, verse number twelve, sixteen through eighteen. What is that? that young line. We're going back to the book of Corinthians chapter four. We want to read verse number twelve, and then we're going to skip down sixteen down to verse number eighteen. The book of Corinthians chapter four, verse number twelve, and it reads: So then, death worketh in us, but life in you. Verse 16. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Verse 17. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. Verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Mm. You see that? You see that? See, we, we, we do everything by what we see. If we want everything we can see, everything we can get our mouth on, we want to see. I don't care if it's a hog sandwich or someone <laughs> that is contrary to uh, the elder reading of one verse six. See, why we stay in trouble, hey, elder, and Luke one verse six. Why we stay in trouble all the time? He is over here. See the reason why we stay in relationship. And we always in trouble. Only thing we we got going is two minutes in the sack, and that's it. Because we refuse, and your preachers will never read you Luke one verse six. Hey, Elder, what is that? And 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 Luke one verse six. In the book of Luke, looking at chapter one, reading verse six, says, "And they were both righteous before Yahweh." Walking in all the commandments or Torah instructions and ordinances of the Yahweh blameless. You see that? 
see, when you get a mate, one thing, that's why the stool is so important. When you mate up with your mate, you both got to be a Yahweh. One got to be a Yahweh man, one got to be a Yahweh woman. You both got to be right. The only thing you have in common is two minutes in the, in the seat. That's it. I play it over with. Huh? That is the, that's why it's so important about the, the gap in the half of the land, school, bank, all radio stations. Because you know what I'm saying? So this some teaching time now. Now, Elder Tiff, give me that first sentence, nine, and pick up verse 24. Let's read a bit till we get our point. Uh, Elder, I, I need to see, you got to understand something that this man's saying. And see, we come on this radio pump. And that's the reason we do Luke 12, 12. And we're going to get with the revealing the number of the D666, the son of perdition, part 29. But Yahweh said, yeah, okay, that's what you want to do, right? Now, I want you to do this right here. So there's somebody around the world I want you to reach. Let them know understand one thing. That first Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, we read a little bit, Elder. This is what, this is what Elder getting ready to read. Our Elder getting ready to read first Corinthians 9. 24 to start at that point, 1 Corinthians, chapter 1, starting at verse 24. 24 says, But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Yahweh the Son, the power of Yahweh, and the wisdom of Yahweh. 25. Because the foolish of Yahweh is wiser than men. <laughs> And the weakness of Yahweh is stronger. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Uh, uh, what do you read? You read 9, read 24? First, first Corinthians 9, with, 24. Uh, okay, First Corinthians 9, 24. Yeah, 9, 24. First Corinthians 9, 24. 24 says, Know ye not, that they which run in a race run all. But one receiveth the prize. So run that they may obtain. 25. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a, a corruptible crown, but we, but we are incorruptible. 26. I therefore so run, not as uncertain, so fight I, not as one that breatheth the air. 27. But I keep under my body and bring into subjection, least that by any means may I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. So you see, so you see how Paul was, was talking and meeting the people where they had again. See, like, for example, you go back to sport players, y'all, you do all that, but you know they're going to come to an end sooner or later. I don't care how great you are like Michael Jackson, Jordan, whatever you call him. He jumped high, but he can't jump high no more. See, he put all he had in that, but that was corruptible. That's going to come to an end. All 
Whatever stuff you do to the world, it's going to come to an end. Hallelujah. What about the raise that is going to be to get you in the kingdom? Paul said, I'm not being there. I know what I'm doing. I'm trying to show you that you need to focus in on some dust as Yahweh. You got to fight a good fight as some dust as Yahweh. Just like you fight a good fight to get that job, just like you fight a good uh, uh, fight to stuff the basketball and run track and jump over the uh, hurdles, you put all your time in that, huh? But what about Yahweh? That was Paul saying. He said, I'm not beating that. Like we, we know what we're doing. We're here to help you. We're here to bring you out that dogmatic spirit of Christianity. I'm Christian hell born and, and all that. I'm going to do something in E-Hall. That's why you got that speed dial when you're falling out with Doc Cook on it. Huh? That's why your blood pressure is high. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to eat you some uh, Kaman cheese, some Lula bears. She cooked some of the, the greatest gumbo soup it is. Gumbo soup. Losing out of size. I got every. Oh. Bewitching piece of meat in there that is forbidden from Yaqua. He gonna have your head spinning around. Oh, I love the way she makes it. Catfish head, octopus, shrimp, pig feet in, pig tails in, season with every kind of season you can get it. Put a little carry inside of it too. <laughs> get your bowl loose Get a bowl of that stuff Then all of a sudden now you stack them to, a, to the couch now God dog I love it But look at you now Now you, you can't tell <laughs> nobody You hear it all over the place You see what you do Well We'll leave that alone too Now <sighs> So um, Micaiah Give me that verse over there in that St. John 3, 17 through 19. And Brother Joe Israel will have me that. The light of the knowledge, you got to have the light of the knowledge. Brother Joe had that 2031. What is that, Brother Micaiah, in that St. John 3, 17 down to verse 19? What is that? All right, it's Red C. Roy. We're going over to the book of St. John, chapter 3, verse 17 down to verse number 19. The book of St. John, chapter 3, verse 17 reads, For Yahweh sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Verse 18, He that believed on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he have not believed. In the name of the only begotten Son of Yahweh the Father. You know what I'm saying? If, so if you don't believe in the name, you're condemned already. Do you understand? I'm going to call him Lord God, Jesus Christ, and Allah. But then the man telling you, you condemned already? You condemned. Well, I'm going to call him Jehovah, Jireh, and Nietzsche. Well, you condemned already. Because when you preach that back to 916, uh, Brother Micaiah of Exodus, look what he said to Moses. 
Pick up verse um, 15 and 16. So listen, if you is not calling on the name according to Jackwater's son that came down by order of his father, saying, if you ain't got the name right, you condemned already. Huh? Now we're going to precept and see where he pulled that from and find out in Exodus chapter 9, verse 15 and 16. Hey, what it says, Brother Makai Israel, see you right. All right, we're going to the book of Exodus, chapter 9, verse 15 and verse number 16. The book of Exodus, chapter 9, verse 15 reads, For now will I stretch out my hand, that I may smite you, that I may smite you in your people with pestilence, and you should be cut off from the earth. Verse 16. And in every deed for this cause have I raised you up, for to show in you my power, and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. Now, read that again, and just very deep. Take your time to read it real carefully, y'all. Because look what he's saying here. See, the reason he took it down queen of people, or family. You know, sheep will be Egyptian. This is Egyptian. You know, queen of people. She loves all about but, but listen, You see, you can be a billionaire, but you but, but you bankrupt in the world of your work. Now, a whole bunch of our queen of people. You know, she's, a, she's a Egyptian this and Egyptian that. But she got all everywhere. They're like, Oprah Winfrey, another billionaire, out of order everywhere. You see, this verse in 9.16, this is the almighty talk of the Moses. Take the time, young lad, and do a little knockout, bro. Come on. All right. The book of Exodus, chapter 9, verse number 16. 16 reads, And in very deep for this cause, have I raised you up for to show in you my power and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. Yeah. So what do Yahweh want according to 916? For the national audience, uh, young lion, what did Yahweh demand Moses? If he don't do nothing else, what did, what kind of commandment he get Moses to do? According to 9.16. That my name may be declared throughout all the earth to show his power. You see what man's saying? So that's the reason why we bring the man's name in every program. Because that's what he wants. He wants you to know his name. His name got something for you if you listen. Come on there, um, Brother Joe. What his name got, if you listen, and, and that's him talking himself in 2031 of St. John. What do his name do for you, if you listen? St. John 2031. Brother Joe, Israel, come on. St. John, verse 2031, and he reads, For these 
are written that ye might believe that Yahweh is the son of Yahweh, the father. And believe and that believing ye might have life through his name. Now, Brother Joe, Israel, now we know you're going to be expounding on the lesson to all the ones that need help. Now, you want to expound and break that 2031 down with the elder and the young lion. Listen, very carefully. You want to take a shot of that 2031? Come on. I got it. The Israel, the Hebrew. Verse 31, it speaks about these are written. This is right. You, 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 you can read this. That ye might believe Yahweh, Yahweh, the Son, is the Yahweh. Yahweh is the Yahweh. They're one and the same. Yahweh the Son, Yahweh the Father. And that believing ye might have life through his name. Mm-hmm. When you said they wanted the same, we we got to we had to we had to make a detour on that, but we had to. Uh, they want one the same. Let me let me give you a precept on that because um, let's give you a precept on that because you said they wanted the same. So we got a precept there out of his own mouth and see what he said behind that. So now we have to make for the national audience thing. Now we have to make a we got to make a detour there, Brother Joe Israel. So now we got to make a detour on that because we got over 900,000 strong because that's, you say, they wanted the same. That right there, we got to stop there and go to St. John for a minute and um, see what's said out of his own mouth there. We're going to St. John. Job Israel. So we got to take care of that. We can't, can't leave that on the table by saying they want the same. Let's see what he says in uh, 1428. Let's see what he's on. Let's go to St. John 1428 and see what he said at his own mouth. 1428. Uh, Brother Job Israel. What he says in verse 14, verse 28. St. John 1428. What do we say at his own mouth? St. John 14, 28, and it reads this. It reads, St. John 14, 28, ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye love me, ye would rejoice. Because I said, I go unto the Father. For my Father is greater than I. Yeah. So he said, said, my Father is 
greater than I. Let's back up to the eighth chapter and pick verse 14 down to verse 18. Let's back up to, let's back up, brother Job Israel. Now remember, he just said out his own mouth, my father is greater than I. So that's a separation. They're not one and the same. So now in the eighth chapter, verse 14 down to verse 18, let's get a second with it now. Then let him talk. St. John chapter 8, 14 John down to verse 18. Yeah, take your time 18. and stay in that microphone. And remember, you're doing this for all the ones that have disability problems to let them know that they can make it by following your lead, but your lead got to be Yahweh and make the right decisions according to the Bible. St. John chapter 8, 14 down to verse 18. Take your time to get back in that microphone and come out. St. John chapter 8, verse 14 to 18. And it reads, and it was the Sabbath day. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on there. Hold on there, um, Brother Job. Look at St. John 8, 14, real carefully now. Okay. Look at yeah. St. John All right, chapter you. 8. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me finish up. I'll tell you, go, go. Look at 8, 14, yeah. real carefully. Take a deep breath like the elders say. Make sure you're looking directly at Eight fourteen and right. let's go. Come on. Eight fourteen to St. John, eight fourteen. And he reads Yahweh answered and said unto them, Though I bear you bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know Whence I came, and whither I go, but ye cannot tell whence I come, and whither I go. Hmm. Verse 15. Verse 15. Ye judge after the flesh. I judge no man. 16. And yet, if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I and my and the Father that sent me. What did he say? Hold on, hold on, Brother Joe. What 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 did you say in verse sixteen? And yet, if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I am the Father that sent me. So you see that? So again, he's saying that the Father sent him. So that's talking about something. Let's go down and let's go read a bit more. He said the Father sent him. Now, he's going to even make it even plainer. Look, he said in verse number 
17. Now watch what he says in 17. Take your time and, and, and get a little more louder there in verse 17. Right. Verse 17. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. What? How, how, how many men? Two men is two. Two men. Two men. And now he can tell you who the two men is in verse 18 and 19. Verse he's going to tell you exactly who the two men is when you read verse 18 and 19. Do more audio there, Brother Job Israel. We're going to find out who the two men is. Verse 18 and 19. I am one that bear witness of myself and the Father that sent me beareth witness of me. Verse 19. Then said they unto him, Where is the Father? If I answer, ye neither know me, nor my father. If ye had known me, ye should have known my father also. So you see, he's making a claim that the father is the one that sent him. The testimony of two men is the father get me right, and I go get the world right. So these two individuals, they're not the same. The father is the father. The son is the son. They're not the same. So you have to be very careful when you make a statement because they have to be dealt with because that is, like I said again, they're not the same. Now we're going to get, now we're going to detour and go all the way to Isaiah. We have to take care. Of it. We have to put all that aside because of the statement that you made. So now we're going to Isaiah chapter 53. We're going to get some prophecy in Isaiah 53. So let's go to Isaiah 53. There, Brother Job is here. I'm going there. to Isaiah 53. And, and we're going to take note, and we'll be prepared to choose the Bible. Say, Isaiah 53, and we're going to pick up at verse number 9. 53, verse number 9 and 10. This is real good in Isaiah 53, verse 9 and 10. What does it say that, Brother Job, Israel? Isaiah 53, verse 9 and 10. And it reads, Verse 9, and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in death, in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Verse 10. Verse 10. It reads, Yet it pleased the Yahweh 
to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Yaqua shall prosper in his hand. Uh, so, so look at it in verse 10. Yet it pleases Yaqua the father to bruise Yaqua the son. Right. He have put him to grief. Yaqua the father have put Yaqua the son to grief. When thou shalt make Yaqua the son sold a offering for sin. Yaqua the father, he shall see his seed. So the son is Yaqua the father's seed. He shall prolong his days. The father shall prolong the son's days. And the pleasure of Yahweh the Father shall prosper in his hand. So the Yahweh the Father gonna get his death due to his son. Now when his son completes all that mission, look what he says is his reward, Brother Joe. What's his reward in verse twelve? Now once he complete all of what he got to do for the father. Look what was told to the seer when the son complete his mission from being ordered by the father to take care of in verse 12. Come on. Verse 12. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he hath poured out his soul unto death and he was numbered with the transgressors with the trans with the transgressors and he bear the sin of many and made intercessions for the transgressors. Uh, so, especially on an international radio broadcast, be very careful when you make a statement because you are, you will shipwreck the whole lesson by making statements like that. So be very careful. That's why you got to study real good. And everything you have once learned, put to the side. Because it's not going to add up when you open the Bible and go into it. Because remember, he says in verse 12, Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great. Now, we're going back and find out again who the great is. The song going to tell you again 
who the great is. So the great going to give him his reward for what he done, doing what he told him to do. Now we're going to find out who the great is one more time. So that you know he was already prophesied that the father going to send his son down here to take care of his business. Then the great say, I'm going to give him a portion for taking care of his business. Now we're going back again in St. John chapter St. John chapter where we're going. St. John chapter yes sir. We'll read that verse 20 one more time so we can know exactly that he fulfilled that by coming in the body pointing way back to the 53rd chapter verse 12. So now we know exactly, he's going to tell you exactly who is the great. That's going to give him a part what he did, but the great is going to give it to him. 1428, read it again. In John chapter 14. In John 1428. Okay. In John chapter 14. In John 1428. 28. And it reads. 1428. And it reads. Okay. Oh, boy. Ye have heard now. I said unto you. I go away and come again unto you. If ye love me, ye would rejoice because I said I go unto the Father. For my Father is greater than I. Yeah. All right. So now you, now you, now you, now you see what the Bible says. So Absolutely. every couple that say they wanted the same when he said, not so. My father is greater than I. You got that? You got that, um, brother? Absolutely. Joe Crystal, Israel? Crystal clear. Crystal clear, sir. All right. Let, let, let's go to when he finishes his mission in the 17th chapter. Now, let's see what he says in the 17th chapter. And we'll read down to verse 5, maybe possibly 6. Let's go to the 17th chapter of St. John. Now, let's listen to his, his, whole, his whole conversation. What? Yes, and tell me yes, who is he talking to in 17, 1 down to verse 5. St. John 17, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Come on. St. John 17, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. These words speak. Yahweh, and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. Verse 2. As thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Three. Verse three. And this is and this life 
eternal, that they might know thee, the only true Yahweh, and Yahweh, the Son, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Verse 5. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self. which the glory which I had with thee before the world began was. Yeah. So you, so you see, now that, that's him talking. So he told you what time it is now. Get down to verse number nine, and, and, and what does he say in verse nine? Verse nine, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. So you see, so you see, what you see when you hold on that, before you read 10 and 11, he said, I don't pray for the world. Now, you got preachers all the time to pray for the world. You're doing too much, Mr. Preacher. You're right. praying for the world. This thing ain't got to come to an end. So now you worry about keeping this wicked world going, and they all got prayer. Pray-ins and pray-outs about the world. But Yahweh the Son said, I don't pray for this world. This thing got to come to an end. This thing is wicked as H. Now, skip down to verse 10 and 11. Come on here, uh, verse, verse 10 and verse 11. And all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. Verse yeah. 11. And now I am no more in the, in the world. And I come to thee, righteous Father. Keep through thine own name. Those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. Hmm. Right. Be one when they agree. See, you one with you one with the six anointed camp when you on the same page. What do you mean by being one? Let's get a priest. Let's get a priest up on how to be one. Let's go on to the 11th chapter. See, it's no accident the statement you made, but it's no accident. A lot of other people believe that, too, that they are the same. But we're going to show you what that one means by going to Genesis chapter 11. But in that very same hour, he'll show you how to get in there and get out because when you get to scooting around up in that um, place at the end, a lot of them think that the father and son is one and the same. But now you got scriptures to bag it up and by re listen to the broadcast and then get stronger because if these come up, 
You're supposed to stop what you're doing and take care. Now we're going to 11 verse 1. We're going to Genesis 11 verse 1 because remember, Christianity has destroyed children of the book. We're in bad state. So we got a we got a big job to do, but we got to first get it right according to his Bible. Now we're going to 11 verse 1 and we're going to read down until we get our point. And listen real good. Genesis 11 verse 1. Come on there. But Job Israel. Genesis 11, verse 1, and it reads, And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. Verse 2. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shabbat. And they dwelt there, verse 3, and they said one to another, go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime they had, slime they, and... (laughs) And they had stone, and slime had they for mortar. Okay, all right, good enough. Skip down to verse six. Get down to the point. Verse six and seven. Verse six. And the Yahweh said, "Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they began to do. And now." Nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Verse 7. Go to. Let us go down. There and there confound the languages that they might not understand one another's speech. You see that? But Louis say in verse 6, And Yahweh said, Behold, the people is one. But see, it was all on one accord. Wicked. See, they, see that's how you could be on one. You could be one and have a whole team of wickedness with you. See? So they were one and wickedness. But when he said, Me and my father is one, he ain't talking about he stacked into me. Just like, you, just like he... Saying here, the peoples are one, and you know how the people were stacked into each other. They were all over the place with one mind, one language, and one understanding. He said, now, but they on the wrong track. So I'm going to go down there and mess them up. So that's so you hmm. understand. So be very careful when you make a statement from the past because people will catch and think one thing when it's totally different. So be very careful. That's what he'll say. Always be slow to speak, but have big ears and a little mouth. Because once you got it, you got it. So now you got it. So now we go back to the lesson now. Make it clear, the only way they won, they won in the mind. They're like, we can be one in the mind and we both agree on what the Bible's saying. That makes us one, but you over there and I'm over here. 
but we can be one in the nine. Because we both understand we got a job to do on this broadcast six nights a week. So my alarm going to go off to be on the broadcast. Your alarm going to go off to be on the broadcast. So that makes us one. To know we got a job to do. But we're not the same person. Now, let's go back to 2 Timothy 2, verse 5. 2 Timothy 2, verse 5. Let's see what that says. 2 Timothy 2, verse 5. Now, the WCC have got so mad with the broadcast, they'll cut off, they'll mute the elder and the young line. So so you want uh, to go all the way in there, Brother Joe, of WCC just telling me we muking the elder because we want to, we want we want him to make another mistake, so we're gonna let the elder and Micaiah be mute because we know he's gonna make a mistake again. Okay? See they do? So it's just like somebody always waits on something negative to pounce on it. So they saying you gonna slip again. And they're going to give you all the room to do so by muking the microphone of Brother Micaiah and the elders. Watch yourself that, Brother Joe. We go on to 2 Timothy 2, verse 5. See, just like a, what they call it, a parasite. A parasite, yeah. when you got an open sore, a parasite will dive into an open sore and make it worse. They think you're going to make another error, but you going to be more wiser than do that. But they don't sit up for you. Second Timothy 2, verse 5 says what? And if a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully. You see that? So... The only way you'll be crowned by Yahweh, you got to do it lawfully. He was using it as a man, to, uh, a man doing some things, but a crown don't mean nothing unless you got the crown of Yahweh. Now let's precept that crown in three eleven. A revelation. Let's precept that crown. But only way you get a crown of, of Yahweh, you got to do it lawfully. That means you got to keep the law, statutes, commandments. You gotta keep all that to get his crown lawfully. So we're gonna precept that and look what he says in Revelation three, verse number eleven. Revelation three three, verse eleven, and it reads Behold, I come quickly. Behold that fast which thou hast. that no man take thy crown. Yeah. So don't let nobody take your crown. Don't let mama or Aunt Becky, don't let nobody take your crown and tell you what the Bible saying. Show me what the Bible saying. Let's precept that to Second Peter 1, 9 and 10. Second Peter... Chapter 1, write it down, verse 9 and 10. Let's see what he says. Second Peter, Peter chapter, chapter 1. 
verse 9 and verse 10. What does it say? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to head, let you take over for now. I got it. I have an emergency. You know All right. Okay, I'm going to have to let you take over for now. I got an emergency. Hallelujah. See, that's how, see, that's how Satan operates. Satan will always throw something in, but it got written in 2 Corinthians 2.11. We're we not ignorant of Satan's devices. He always will throw something in the table, like look at WCC just did. He said we're going to mute the microphone of the elder and Brother Micaiah. We're going to let uh, Brother Job Israel take his foot deeper into what he put on the table. You see? That's why we keep saying you got to learn this word. But you got to learn for yourself to help others. And don't be dogmatic once you hear the truth. You find out it ain't but one name for salvation. Four letters, Y-H-W-H. But your preacher going to tell you you can use any name. But you read over there in Exodus chapter 9, verse 16, I want my four letters throughout all the world. Huh? But you will ignore what the Bible says. Because of what your pastor said. See? And that's what we tell you. You got to come back to this Bible. We come on this broadcast humble to show you the Bible. So we'll see got to take it all in by himself. That's why we tell you, Sister BSJ, get ready sooner or later. You want to holler in that microphone sooner or later, that's Sister BSJ, Israel. You got to holler in that microphone sooner or later. But one thing about it, don't see him taking on in. Understand one thing, this is a big job, and we gotta make a, a Bible decision on our decision. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Huh? If the Bible says it's wrong, then it's wrong. Now in the book, let's see where we wanna go. We wanna go and read a few things. We got a minute. So, we go on to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. It's in our time. It's here, you prepare to do your part in grand style because you've been built up. You know, and one thing they ain't going to do, they're going to cut you off unless they want to. But they'll put you in the spot, but they ain't going to put me in the spot. We go on to... Um, 1 Corinthians 2 and look at verse 6. We want to see what it says. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 6. We want to see what it says. Don't fear God, take it on in. I don't have no problem with it. I'm prepared to do the business of Yahweh. That's what we keep telling you. We try to raise up teachers. Get them prepared before the school. The land for you grow your own food, the banquet hall, and the radio station. We must come together and make it happen. The base must be set up. Keep that in your mind. Now we go on to First Corinthians two, and we'll look at verse number six. First Corinthians two six. What do we say? It says. 
Verse 6. But brother, go to the law with brother. And and that may be before the unbelievers. Now you got an unbeliever, just read the law. Read an unbeliever the law. Now they say, verse 7. Now therefore, there is utterance among you, because you go to, I'm reading that. Oh, I'm, I'm reading, I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> let me go to 2 6. I'm, let me go to 2 6. I'm all, I'm all over the place. Uh, 2 verse 6. What is it saying, 2 6? 1 Corinthians 2 verse 6. Okay, here it is. Uh, look at WCC say, you all over the place here. You're not in 2 verse 6. Listen to that. Listen to that. Okay, 2 verse 6. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of the world, nor of the princes of the world that come to not. See, we, in, 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 this is a big verse right here. Look at say here. See, they got whole, it's dripping with precepts all in that 2.6. First of all, let's read it again, and let's go precept all this in here. And 2.6, how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Now, what's that mean? Let's find out how you be perfect. See, what we speak is those that is not dogmatic and got a God complex. Because to be perfect, we're going to precept to find out what he's speaking to the one that is perfect. And what do you mean? What do you mean by that? We're going, we're going to Matthew 548 first. What what does it mean by being perfect? Matthew 548. Let's see what let's see what he's talking about. Being perfect. Then we're going to precept that in Psalm 197. But we're going to 548 first to see why he's telling you to be perfect. Let's see what he reads. Matthew 5.48. Uh, Matthew, be ye therefore perfect, as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Oh, he wants you to be perfect like your Father. Well, how can we be perfect like our Father? How can we do that? Let's find out. Let's precept the Bible to Psalm 19, verse 7. Let's find out how you be perfect. We're going to find out the Bible say how you be perfect. Psalms 19, verse number 7. How do you be perfect? We're going to find out in Psalms 19, 19, verse 7. The law of the four-letter man, Yahweh, is perfect. Converting the soul. The covenant of Yahweh is sure. Making wise, making wise the simple. See, now, you know, I will mean making the wise simple. What the wise is? The WCC, the World Council Churches, and the Latter Day Saints. All of them keep Jesus, 
Lord God Jesus Christ, and keep Sunday. That's dogmatic according to the Bible. Sunday is the day of work day according to the Bible. The Bible was closed in 96 A.D. Everybody in the Bible kept sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. Dogmatics keep God complex. They keep Sunday and drag you off to Sunday. And you know Sunday is the wrong day. And Luke chapter 4, verse 16, case in point. Luke. Let's see what it says. Luke 4, 16. It reads, Then he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the temple on the Sabbath day, stood up to read. And that's his custom. The son went to the temple on the Sabbath day. Well, we're not following the son, but we followed Paul. Okay, oh, really? Let's see what Paul did in 18, verse 4. Oh, really? Okay, you following Paul. Let's see what he did in Acts 18, verse 4. Let's go see what Paul did in 18, verse 4. See, a God complex is you're going to be hell-bent and continue to do things that will get you thrown in the bottom of the list of fire. And you let, yeah, you let your preacher tell you what that been done away with. But I can't read where it's been done away with, Mr. Preacher. He said, well, look here. You go and pay your tithes and get in that corner for and shut up talking to me back and forth. See, because that's Christianity. That is a morphine drug. It'll put you to sleep. You got it? Good. We're going to 18 verse 4. We're going to Acts 18 verse 4 and see what it says. Tell about Paul in verse 1. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and went into Corinth. Verse 4. And he reasoned in a temple every Sabbath, persuading Judah and Israel. Yeah? Every Sabbath day. So Paul kept every Sabbath day. Yahweh the Son kept every Sabbath day. But your pastor keeps Sunday. The wrong day. You see that? So what is that? A God complex. Dogmatic. Hell bent to take the truth. Now, I want to go back and see something he got written. And I'm going to read what Paul said. Then you tell me it's the left side of the book. It's done away with. We're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 12. Now, you tell me, because Christianity tell you, well, we're not Old Testament. we New Testament Christians. Okay, good. Now, Paul is talking to Northern Kingdom in the book called 2 Corinthians 4, 12. 
Now we're going to see what he says in 412. We're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 12. Let's see what he says. So then, so then, dies work with us, but death worketh in us, but life in you. What do you mean? That means you ain't gonna you, you ain't gonna get no pat on the back, but we can give you life as if you listen. We can give you life if you listen. Verse thirteen. We having the same spirit of faith according to as is written. Oh, what well, well, now? What Paul saying that for? As is written. Something that said as is written, that means some fact where your pastor say it's done away with. Paul's talking about something that's written. What do he say? I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Now I'm saying that myself right now. I don't understand that. I'm gonna get down. I'm gonna read a little bit more because I don't. You don't still understand that right now. What did you say? What did you say? We having the same spirit of faith, according to as it is written. I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. I'm gonna table that. I'm gonna do a Daniel two sixteen on that. Because I'm the father, 14. Knowing that we, knowing that he raised up Yahweh the Son, shall also raise us up in Yahweh the Son, and shall present us with you. Again, I got a Daniel 2 16, that again, too. 15. For all things, are for your sake that the abundant grace might do the thanksgiving of many redone of grace of Yahweh. I got a 216 dying in that too. Verse 16. For which cause we thank not, but through the outward Man perish, yet is renewed. Inward man is renewed day by day. Now, no, now I got to take a shot at that one. Now I got to take a shot at that one. No, I leave that alone too, man. Read that again, verse 16. For which cause we thank not, but through our outward man perish. Yet the inward man is removed, renewed day by day. See, you got to renew this inward man day by day. How you how you gonna do this? How you want? But I got a pre 
um, remind me, I put it on tape, 26, verse 40, height of Matthew, this is how you renew the inward man day by day, by making sure out of one hour, out of the 24 hours, you have quiet time with your Yahweh, one hour. That's how you renew that outward man or woman day by day by doing the Matthew 26, 40. Time one hour a day. I don't care how many kids you got. If they're not going to join in, tell them back up and give me one hour so I can make sure I'm saying all the right things. And 26, 40, he said, can you give me one hour? Why can't you give me one hour? See? So you got to give this man one hour, a quiet time. Huh? One hour. If you do that, you're going to be all right. I got to go to Isaiah 64, verse 4. Now, I don't know why I'm going there, but I'm going there. Because you have to right over to all that you got, got to be talking about. Go to Isaiah 64, verse 4, okay? See, I tell you, once you, once you get the right spirit on you, right spirit will lead you to what you got to do. Whatever in 64, 4, I'm going to take a peep at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to obey. And find Isaiah 66, verse 4. That's what I'm going to do. Let me see. Isaiah 66, verse 4. Let us see. 64, verse 4. Isaiah 64, verse number 4. See the message on that on network? See, we're going to catch you in something tonight. Yeah, okay. 64 verse 4, let's see what it says. For since the beginning of the world, man, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither have eyes seen, O Yahweh, besides thee, what he have prepared For him that wait for him. Now, Paul quoted that somewhere. That's why I said, I don't know how that Paul was quoting that. But let's go back to that second question again. I think that first Corinthians. Paul was quoting that. Three miles all over the place, you know, it was told plainly. Because you was reading Second Corinthians, and you've been reading First Corinthians. Oh, okay. That's why I made a mistake yet, okay? I want to go back to First Corinthians. First Corinthians, chapter two, verse nine. We're gonna show you that all the book goes. All of the books still the same. We're going to First Corinthians two nine, and we're gonna see where Paul talking from. So I was all over the place. I thought I was in first, but I was in second. So now we're going to 1 Corinthians 2 9. Let's see what it says. 1 Corinthians 2 9. It says, It is written, Eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the mind 
of the man, the things which Yahweh have prepared for them that love him. You see that? Now look at that. So I don't care how much faith movies you watch. I don't, we, we can't even imagine what Yahweh got prepared for them that love him. See, you got all the old in the basket of this world. But what the man got for you, I don't care how many stops or Star Wars movies you watch, what he got prepared for you supersedes everything. We can't even imagine, and, and that was Paul was telling the Corinthians, Northern Kingdom, over here at 2 9, but he was quoting Isaiah 64, verse 4. So if the Old Testament is done away with, why is Paul quoting the Old Testament then? See that? Ask your preacher, Mr. Preacher, and we New Testament Christians, 2 9, Paul is talking, but he's quoting Isaiah 64. Verse 4. Now, if it's done away with it, then why Paul is quoting that? I, I like to be a fly on the wall when he gives you your answer. Because he's going to say, look here. I'm a Christian. I'm Christian born and Christian going. You see that? That's all else he can give you. That's the way he was raised up, and that's the way he's going to pass it on to his son the same way. Misinformation. Paul is quoting Isaiah 64, verse 4. Okay, I ain't making no point. Let's see what Paul said out of his own mouth in the 24th chapter. We're going to Acts 24. Now, let me show, let me show you a sign of being a God complex or just dogmatic. We're going to see what Paul says. Now, you believe, you go to read Paul, right? When your Paul said out his own mouth. We're going to the 24th chapter and see what Paul said out his own mouth. 24, 14, let's see what he says. Let me find it first. Acts 24, 14. Acts 24, verse 14. What do he say? But this I confess. Unto thee, you, that after the ways which they call heresy, so worship I the father, the Yahweh of my father. Watch this. Believing all things which are written in the law and in the seal. Paul said, I believe everything that's written. Now, this is. And this is in the book of Acts 24, 14. Now, what was Yahweh the son of when he said that? So it was done away with. Don't you know he said it's done away with? You don't need it no more? In the book of Acts 24, 14, he said he believed everything that's written in the law of Moses and in the seer. Preacher will tell you, you ain't got to add Old Testament no more. Because it's done away with. Okay. Now, what about Leviticus 23? Let's see what Paul says. Okay. 
told the big of 23 is done away with you, right? That's what we would do Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, right? Let's find out what Paul says about that. Now, you, you love to quote Paul, but let's, let's quote Paul now on what he says, 19 chapter. We're going to quote Paul. Let's see what he says. See, soon later, I like to be a fly on the wall when you take notes and show your preacher these verses and see what he says. Make me go and read, read reading verses. Acts 18, 19, and 21. Let me see if I find it. Acts 18, Acts 18, 19, and 21. 18. Let's see if I find it. Acts 18, verse 19. What does it say? 18, 19. And he came to Ephesus and left but himself entered into the temple and reasoned with Judah. Okay, good. Okay, what do you say in 20? When they desired him to tarry longer, a longer time with them, he consented not. Verse 21. But bade them farewell, saying, I must by all means Keep the feast that's coming into Judah. But I will return again unto you, if Yahweh will. And he sailed from Ephesus. You see it is? You see what he said? He's looking at I know y'all love the word Yahweh will be you scatter uh Israelites. But I gotta get back and keep that feast day. See that? So Paul kept Leviticus 23. He kept the feast day. But you don't keep none of Leviticus 23. Huh? You don't keep Leviticus 23, and your preacher don't keep. He keeps Christmas and Easter and Thanksgiving and Lent and putting the uh, um, smut all over the face. You see what it is? Contrary to the Bible. You see, Paul kept the law. Yahweh the Son kept the law. Your pastor don't keep the law. Pastor going to be thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. But guess what? You going to go too. Because what he's telling you, you can't read. You don't eat whole no time. You don't eat shrimp, lobsters, and and uh, Chinese food and Japanese food no time. Okay, but you do it anyway. Well, we gonna we gonna shut this down. Cause time is at an essence, and we'll come to an end. But remember, like we said. Back on tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And we have no problem of doing it by ourselves because we are deigned to take care of Yahweh's business. But keep on saying your mind. Contribute in on the land, school, banquet hall, 
and a radio station. Get in where you fit in at. Huh? Some guys stay behind the scenes. So be it. But do what you got to do according to Esther, E-S-T-H-E-R, chapter 4, 12 through 14, to come and learn the truth. You're not going to get the truth in a Christian congregation because the Christian congregation is what? Go to Proverbs and find out what it is. Islamic and Judaism. Go to Proverbs and find out what that's going on. And we're going to close it out. And that'd be our last Proverbs. We're going to Proverbs and we're going to look at verse 21-16. The man or woman that wander out of the of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. You see that? What's that, WCC? Keep talking, Sierra. We ain't going to cut you off. Well, no, I'm through talking. You cut everybody else off. So I'm going to call it quits for tonight. And remember, tomorrow at 6 o'clock, be prepared to hear some more, and we'll get on revealing the, the number of the B666, final position part number 29 and 30. Get back on it. But we have to make a detour because the brother said the son and the father is the same person. No, we couldn't let that get away. And that's the same thing you have to do. Once you find out you learn these scriptures, and he might be your brother lying to you. And he said, brother, why are you lying? Can't the Bible show me what a pope received any word from the Almighty? Show me in the Bible. Here, take my Bible. Show me where the, the pope or any Christian received any word from the mighty one. Show it to me out of the book. I'm going I'm to make you a, a cup of tea. Show me where his name is Jehovah Jireh Nisi. Show me his name is past four letters of the Bible. Show it to me. Show me where the witness is of the Bible. The witness is Israel. Israel 12 tribes. Judah is the lead tribe. Judah got to get it right to teach the other 11 tribes. Show me where the Pope come in at. See that? You ain't going to find it. But they can backbite and ridicule all day. So I'm going to leave it like that. And I'm going to say, Yahweh, be to you all from that. For the elders, the mothers, the young line teachers, and those that are coming in to learn how to teach. But you got to have big ears and little mouth. Make no statements. Let the Bible support. Remember we read in 1434? It says plainly, form your own understanding. Put all that to the side. Because all that you've been taught is wrong. Just don't make a conversation and make a statement because you go in the Bible and find it's wrong. The blessed day is sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. The blessing is in the fringes. Malachi 4.2. The, the blessing is in the wings of the fringes. The wings mean fringes. Do you wear fringes? 
The Bible tells you in Numbers 15, 37 through 40. Tell the children of Israel, fringes with a ribbon of blue around it. Okay? And 24, 12 will do it around it. Make sure the fringes go all the way down past your ankle. See that? To cover yourself. Keep talking to you. We ain't going to cut you off. Well, no, I'm through. Yahweh be with you all. Shalom from the mothers, the brothers, the elders, the mothers. Be back on the airways tomorrow at 6 p.m. Don't miss it. You hear? Shalom. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.